1: Whether you've just been introduced to urban farming or you're a lifelong advocate, we're sure you'll leave feeling more informed, equipped, and empowered to dig deeper into the soil of your local food economy. With you every step of the way, here's your host, Greg Peterson.
0: Did you know the best seeds for your garden don't come from the nursery? In fact, the seeds that will create the most robust and delicious fruits and vegetables come directly from your garden. This is because they are uniquely adapted to your growing conditions, better than anything you can buy from a fancy catalog or website. Through the magic of seed saving, it is quite possible to have the garden of your dreams. The best part is, saving your own seeds is surprisingly easy and fun. With a bit of instruction, anyone can become a seed saving superstar. Let us teach you how in our free seed saving webinar. Just text SEEDS to 33444 to sign up or visit SeedSavingHacked.org for more information. That's SEEDS to 33444 or visit SeedSavingHacked.org. Today on the Urban Farm Podcast, we have Nafsika Antipas to talk about living a Plant-Based Life. Nafsika is the host and creator of the world's first plant-based TV series that focuses on plant-based diet and living. She has studied about olive oil and the Mediterranean diet in Greece through her father's business, Polaros Inc., a Mediterranean food importer, where she has been involved for over 20 years. She created the TV show, Plant-Based by Nafsika, which aired nationally in 2016, to change the world through food. This not only sparked the interest of viewers around the globe, but has planted some seeds, helping veganism become more mainstream. In 2015, she founded The Struggling Vegan, which helps people transition to a plant-based vegan lifestyle, while strengthening the community in a public forum called The Veg Room. The organization offers daily menu plans, recipes, health tips, and direct messaging to plant-based doctors and coaches. Nafsika spends her spare time with her family, which includes her two boys. She and her husband both cook plant-based meals at home and she'll educate just about anyone who would listen about why it's healthier to switch to a plant-based diet and why veganism is not just a diet, but a way of life. Welcome to the show today, Nafsika. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. Absolutely. So I shared a bit about you. Can you fill in the blanks for us and share more about the path you took to get where you're at now?
2: Sure. So basically, I've i uh, I'd been involved with my father's business, like you said, uh, Pilaros, which is a Mediterranean importing company, a mm-hmm. uh, vegetarian company, actually. And uh, I, was in, I was involved with a lot of recipe segments on TV. And basically, I was uh, going on set and doing interviews and and everything, and I was coordinating a lot of the segments. Mm -hmm. So I got a little bit of experience in that aspect, and a few years ago, I went vegan, and it kind of changed my life, and I was, you know, I was always uh, involved with TV and everything, so I was looking around, and I couldn't find one vegan TV show. Um, I, I mean, not a series, not in a uh-huh. major network, nothing. So I said I was going to be the first one to do it. So that's how I came about Plant-Based Beneficent.
0: Wow. So I actually was involved with a pilot TV show about 10, 12 years ago. They're a mm-hmm. lot of work. Yes. Wow. Yes, it does. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, don't no, no, tell me about the process of you know, going from, oh my gosh, I have this great idea to mm-hmm actually having a show right it's it wasn't easy definitely but i mean it was
2: a lot of work i first thought i had to come up with the concept and everything and mm-hmm. that was fine but then i kind of tracked down um, some good producers in uh, new york And they were great. And so we we became a team right away. And then we basically we started pitching it to different networks, Mm -hmm. to major networks. And they all liked it, actually. They all liked the idea of the of the TV show, Mm -hmm. which was which was great because, you know, in the past, I heard that this is this is something that was actually very hard to do to get a, a vegan TV show. So that's why it was for me a very big success. Right That we actually were able to do that And now we see that a lot of networks are really starting to want to also get involved with this And, and um, be part of this uh, front-based revolution, as I call it Wow So, um, yeah
0: where, where do I see your show at?
2: So right now we're on A&E's FYI channel. So mm-hmm. if you have cable TV, it's or you're, you have to be subscribed to A&E and it's FYI,
1: mm-hmm. the channel.
2: But you can also, if you don't have FYI, you can watch all my segments, individual segments, online, on my website, which is com mm-hmm. or on my YouTube channel, and uh, you can uh, you can watch all the segments there. But the full episodes are aired um, on on FYI. Mm-hmm. So after about one week or two that they've aired on T V, they I we upload them to the website and YouTube channel.
0: Cool. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm actually on the front page of your website and you have videos flashing by. And it mm-hmm. looks like you have a lot of fun doing this. Right. Tell me yes, about that. I did.
2: Right. So as you'll notice, people see the zombies and the zombies and they're kind of like, what's that doing there? But um, if you've been vegan or become vegan, uh, you've had a lot of people uh, probably come by in your life and, and kind of either mock at the idea of being vegan or telling uh, or kind of try to tell you that, you know, you're not um, you're not getting all your nutrients or mm-hmm. energy. So for me, I when I did that promo is basically a, a joke, you know, that we're how people perceive vegans that they're weak and hungry and Uh, moping around like like zombies. Like zombies, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So that's what I, that's why I came up with that trailer there. And, um, but of course my show, you know, dispels all those myths and, uh, and that's what we, we, that's why I also have doctors on the show, you know, I mean, because, it's one thing to be talking about it, but if to have professional uh, professionals on there, you know, uh, giving their professional opinions, mm-hmm. it, it, it actually makes a difference for some of those people that are, are not so, uh, amused or, you know, yeah. but it definitely, I, so my show is, it, it kind of touches on different, various topics, everything plant-based, mm-hmm. um, from food, fashion, beauty products to health innovations, so we talk about all aspects of a plant-based lifestyle.
0: Hmm, interesting. So, in in your bio, we talk, we called it a lifestyle. Really, we alluded to that. So, tell me mm-hmm. why it's not just a diet and why it's a, a way of life.
2: Right. So basically, the uh, plant-based. I mean, obviously, you know that it's you know it's food that comes from a plant-based. Mm-hmm you know, from the ground basically, right? Yeah. So there's no animals, there's no dairy. It's not, you know, it's grown from the ground. And it's not, you know, it's not any living um, animal, uh, right. you know, food products. So there's that aspect of it. But but when you're vegan, you kind of take it up another few levels because it's not just about the food. It's about the lifestyle. We don't want to um, make sure, we want to make sure we're living a, a cruelty-free Lifestyle, so everything we wear or, mm. or the products we use, nothing nothing has any animal byproducts or are um, you know like there 's no wool there 's no leather there 's no silk, and we, and we check the labels we 're constantly like i always i 've always checked the labels when I'd go to the stores, so I make sure that there 's no animal products in there, mm-hmm. or of course that it hasn 't been tested on animals because right. a lot of that 's the other big part of my show is that we we talk about beauty products and Youth mm. products have, they're all tested, most of them are tested on animals, and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know this. So, I mean, a lot of people think that, okay, well, I'm not har- harming any animals, but if you look at what you're actually wearing or, or, or the creams you're putting on or washing with, a lot of it could have been, uh, you know, could have harmed an animal in some way. Mm. So this is what we're kind of, we talk about and we, we educate about and, and, and definitely give advice and uh, tips. Vegan
0: tips
2: and, mm-hmm. and
0: options. A lot of options. So, for those people out there, and I know there's a lot of them, and I have a story to tell you here about myself in a little while, but uh, I mm-hmm. know there's a lot of people out there that are skeptical about this whole uh, vegan lifestyle. And one of the mm-hmm. pieces is this whole, you know, this whole cruelty thing. Can you speak to why that's important? The whole
2: cruelty thing, because. Well, before I was vegan, I didn't understand the to what degree these animals were being basically tortured. I mean, they they were raised in this lifestyle where it's just mm-hmm. I mean, you know, from from the little pigs to the little chicks to I mean, you know, beaks are cut off, uh, testicles are cut off. I mean, they're 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 born into this horrible torture, and and it's a daily thing. And then and then after all of all they 've done for us after we just you know they're just slaughtered after right, so like mm-hmm. the cows and the, if you're, um, if they're male, they become veal right mm-hmm. if uh, if they're female they they produce milk for all their lives, and then when they 're done with that, when they 've been spent, as they call it, mm-hmm. they become beef so it's um, I mean I as a child, would have never imagined that this was going on and and when, and the funny thing is as a child. I actually would tell, I remember I would tell my mother, she would try to get me to eat meat or something, and I'd say, I don't eat my own kind. That was like, oh, it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah. Great. Right.
2: I was like five years old. I'm like, I don't eat my own kind. And she makes jokes about it to this day. But, um, but that's, how, that's how kids are. We're born um, kind of having compassion towards animals. Mm-hmm. And then we get kind of brainwashed, right? Because it's yeah. like we're trying, and, and it actually causes a lot of psychological damage, really. And this is another topic I'd like to discuss in a later time. But um, it kind of confuses a child because you're like saying, okay, I can eat this, and I can play with that. I can play with this dog, and but I have to eat the cow or and it's it's kind of confusing, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so I think it causes psychologically also a lot of issues growing up and interesting so so when you when you kind of when you go vegan, you kind of wake up to a lot of these things
1: mm-hmm.
2: and and you get enlightened basically and so the the one really bad thing about going vegan is that when you're enlightened you also know too much you you know like oh, you, you yes. know things <laughs> that yep. right like I can't I can't sleep at night sometimes and I'm like oh my god this is going on right now every yeah. night every day yeah. I mean and and it just kind of tortures you after right yeah. so so that's why my my job here and and what I would say my mission is to help make the world a more compassionate place and mm. kind of help people understand what's really going on and, and, and show them that it's really not necessary. You don't have to do, live like this. You can just you can live a, a, a cruelty-free, uh, compassionate lifestyle and uh, without hurting any animals and still getting everything you need and still getting your nutrients, still getting the clothing that you need to keep warm in the winter and everything. There's no reason. There's yeah. no reason to use animals at all.
0: Yeah. So I'm actually... Uh... Mostly vegan these days. About okay. six, seven months ago, I was at a conference with uh, Ocean Robbins, and mm-hmm. he's a Food Revolution Network uh, creator. And I had a conversation with a Jim Loomis, who's been on my podcast. And I, I have Lyme disease, and he asked me if I was vegan, and I said, "Well, no." And he said. Well, why not? Because it will significantly impact your health. So on August right. on August 21st of 2016, I actually decided to go that drought.
2: Congratulations.
0: Thank you. And it's an experiment <laughs> at this point. One of the things I'm noticing, so I'm, my, my sweetie Heidi has uh, also taken on mostly that lifestyle with me. However, what we're finding out is that for her health, she actually needs some animal products. She does better with some animal products. So I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm finding that this is right for a lot of people, but you have to kind of, it's a, it's a journey where you have to figure out what's right for your health.
2: Right, and that's why I actually have that site, the Struggling Vegan, because I have um, uh, doctors, nutritionists, and health coaches mm-hmm. on there that you can actually ask um, directly, message directly, and ask a question. Tell you know, tell them about your health, and 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 find out what you need for your body. Mm-hmm. But definitely, I think I, I have heard of that. You know, that some people. Um, Say that they need uh, some a limited amount of animal products. Mm-hmm. I'd have to definitely consult with my doctors and everything, and, and yeah. whoever. You know you you would like you did for example but definitely if everybody went at least you know cut down meat and dairy by a certain percentage first of all the environment would be mm-hmm. wow. we'd see such a difference and there'd be less pollution and, uh, and you know how it affects climate change and everything but the you know less less animals would be bred into this you know horrible mm-hmm. lifestyle yeah. right and yeah. um, and then everybody would be healthier on top of it that's just a bonus for me health is it's it's the a bonus for me, it's more like I care a lot about the animals and mm-hmm. because I believe in equality, so when I think of equality, I think everybody is equal, including the animals, because we are all animals, mm-hmm. and um so that's how I see it but uh definitely everybody has you know health, their own story uh maybe issues uh-huh. or conditions or whatever, and, and that definitely has to be um, dealt with on a case-by-case basis,
0: yeah. definitely. And that that's something, mm-hmm. what we're discovering, because both Heidi and I have Lyme disease, and what we're discovering is that it's a a journey that we have to take on ourselves. The journey to health is something yeah. that we have to take on ourselves. It's not something that we can go to a doctor and they can't give us a pill, especially for Lyme disease. Um, you know, wow. it's, it's, it's a journey that we have to figure it out. And When did you... I'm sorry. When did you find out you had this? Um, it's been coming up on three years now. Okay. And uh, it's, you know, it's not a pretty thing. Uh, both of us are both still working. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's a bonus for both of us. A lot of people with Lyme disease aren't working. And I, I've actually seen a, you know, real positive impact since I've gone to a plant-based diet on my life. I, I'm a half-marathon I'm going to call myself a doer of half marathons Mm -hmm. because I don't run them. I race walk them. And what I noticed this last time I did my last one in January, just a couple months ago, and my recovery time to do 13.1 miles was like nil. There was, you know, I basically finished and I was still up and moving around, which that's a first for me. So I'm... You know, there, there are pieces of it that are definitely working. I, I definitely miss cheese, though, occasionally. And that's why. Oh, I,
2: yeah. Uh, uh, but there's vegan cheese. Yeah. There's vegan cheese. Definitely the vegan, a vegan diet would, will help, definitely. I yeah. mean, uh, yeah. No, I mean, you've you, you've consulted with your doctors. Is it, oh, a plant-based yeah. doctor, I'm assuming? or. Oh, yes, or absolutely. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. That's great. Of course. Yeah. Uh, well. Good luck with that. I mean, yeah, I hope thanks. you know if we can help you with in any, any way at all. I mean, and we have, like I said, we have a slew of doctors as well. So oh, yes. if you need to uh, any uh, get any extra advice or anything. Perfect. Let so me know.
0: So let's actually talk about that. You have you you yeah. founded a uh, an organization called the Struggling Vegan. Where do we find them at?
2: So it's on the strugglingvegan.org okay. and we're actually just, we're kind of uh, revamping the site right now, mm-hmm. but basically we have, like you, like you mentioned, we have a veg room, which is like uh, like, a, like a Facebook, let's say, mm-hmm. for vegans, <laughs> for vegans and struggling vegans. And it's basically a community where people can talk to one another, just like Facebook, but with a stronger focus on health and um, um and products and things like that, and tips. And when you become, if you're a free member, you have a certain amount of access. Okay, mm-hmm. You have access to the bedroom and to certain posts. That we have. But if you become a premium member, we have direct access. We give you direct access to doctors. And this is only uh-huh. $3.99 a month. So oh, it's wow. like, yeah, so basically it's like if you have to go to the doctor, instead of going to the doctor, you can just go to my site. It's $3.99 a month. So uh-huh. it's really nothing. And you ask them a question and they get back to you, this and that. And um, it's because these people. These doctors and nutritionists, they all have the same mission as me they want to help people. Mm -hmm. So that's the way we're kind of doing this. We're keeping it very low um, low cost and uh, this way, I mean, everybody's helping each other. So you have access to not only the doctors, but you have access to uh, daily menu plans, recipes, different uh, vegan tips. You have access to vegan Mm -hmm. tips and also uh, vegan stories. So it's just you know it's kind of it's very resourceful. But at the same time, you're having fun, learning, and and making new friends too. Cool. Yeah,
0: I, yeah, I've noticed that, and Heidi is really good about this about finding meals to prepare for us. Um, mm-hmm. That that seems to be one of the big challenges as we shift because we have to we had to go from, you know, occasionally have having chicken and thinking about that to, you know, not ever having that. So. How does one transition your menu planning?
2: Okay, so for my menu plan uh, on, on the struggling vegan, I'm assuming you're talking about, or mm, just, or just in general? Yes, okay. both. Okay, so basically. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about how I went vegan overnight. <laughs> I, I basically Please. watched. Yeah, I, I watched the. Uh, I was on Netflix because I watched Netflix, and I and the uh, um, Vegucated is a, a documentary, a film documentary that that yep. showed up. Yep. And it popped up on Netflix, so I said, okay, let me watch this and see what this is about. And it got me thinking. And it was, I mean, it talked first about the health aspects. It was basically an experiment of three people that were non-vegans and then went big, went vegan for. I don't remember. I think it's three weeks.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's, uh, it's kind of humorous, too, um, because they're you know, meat eaters, meat lovers and everything. So you see them starting to make healthier choices, but then it also has an aspect where they're talking about animal agriculture.
1: Mm. So
2: I think the key, because you see animal slaughter, the key to becoming vegan is to first watch a a documentary or video or film of, of an animal getting slaughtered.
1: Mm -hmm. That was
2: it for me. I didn't even, I hardly even saw anything on that. It was very light, that film, but I, it touched on something. And I think I remember seeing like a a, a baby calf being pulled by its leg. That's all I needed. I went vegan that night. So then what I did is I, I just started researching recipes. So I started, you know, the first thing I think I made was a chickpea soup. And I grinded it and I made it into puree. And oh, then nice. I made um, vegan cheese with my pasta, which is made with cashews. And it literally, you make vegan cheese in 20 seconds. You Whoa. just soak the, the cashews and then you when you blend everything up with nutritional yeast and garlic and oil and and water and whatever you literally like 20 seconds you have a sauce. Wow. So I did that and all week that's what I did every day. So when I did all this I said okay this is really cool. I did it very easily. Let me try to make it easier for everybody else. So that's how I found I, did, I founded uh, the striking vegan.
1: Mm-hmm. I go
2: I'm going to find a way to make it easy for people to do the same thing as me
1: yeah.
2: and by giving them the recipes and saying here what you're going to make. Here's a daily menu plan. You're going to eat this every day, you know, or for breakfast. This is your snack and whatever. So that's that's what I did there. But I think the key is really like if you're not sure about it. Number one, there's always different reasons to go vegan. There's the health reason. There's the animal reason. Mm -hmm. There's the environment reason. So I think it's good to kind of enlighten yourself a bit. Do a little bit of um, research uh, watch a couple of videos, and and then once you watch those videos or read up a little bit about it, you're not going to want to go back. You're going to want to stay vegan. Yeah. So that's that's the key right there. And that's why with my show, I, I I try to bring all this all these topics up. And with the first season, we kind of played it a little bit safe. We didn't want to go too dirty not not dirty but too uh, deep into it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dirty well you know we had to keep a certain format right yeah, so yeah. with now now it's season two the network like the show okay great we're going to go a little bit you know more um, maybe slightly controversial even and um and and get into the real topics you know like i'm going to mm-hmm. get into animal testing yeah. for example so oh, and good. still covering the same yeah. the same aspects yeah
0: yeah So I I actually had another piece about me about five, six years ago. I decided, Mm -hmm. given I wasn't a vegetarian at the time, five, six years ago, and that I still ate poultry, and that's pretty much all I ate back then, Mm -hmm. I was going to go ahead and raise and butcher chickens in my backyard.
2: (laughs) Oh my goodness.
0: (laughs) So I went through the entire process. We raised, I don't know, 25 or so birds over a two year period I do them in groups of about 5 or 6 and it was an mm-hmm. amazing process to watch and mm-hmm. up to that point I hadn't ever really killed anything in my life and yeah. you know when it came time to butcher them it it was me doing it so right. when I got done with all of that it was quite impactful uh, for me and when it got when I got done with doing that uh, basically what I told the people around me was well I'm still not a vegetarian. However, I am much more clean about my eating. And, you know, it, 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 was, a, it was a big impact for me to actually have to oh, you definitely. Know, raise this thing from a chirpy little day old chick to, you know, being on my plate. Um, Did you get attached? I purposely didn't get attached. Okay. You know, so, but, it, you know, it's a, it's, it's a process for people. I, I now understand.
2: That's yeah. That's actually a good point you bring up because like uh-huh. I, like the people who work on the kill floor, let's say, right, uh-huh. with the cows, and they they have it in their mind this is a job, and they just do it. They don't let like emotions get to them right. or anything, right? So yeah. that's kind of like that's what people do when they're they're they're. Uh, kind of when they're raised, this is how they're raised thinking, mm-hmm. okay, yes, we, we don't like to hurt animals, but we have to do this cause you know, we have to survive. Right. So this is kind of a mindset that people have that we're trying to change now, Yeah. but that, no, that's a good point that you make though.
0: Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, so I'm going to shift on you and I'd like for you to talk about a time you failed, how you overcame that failure, and what you might've learned from it.
2: Time that I failed. You know, I don't look at them as uh, failures. failures. Mm
1: hmm. Yay. I don't really
2: see anything else. Yeah, I, I, I see them as lessons learned Yeah. and I, I know there are tons of things I could have done differently, but in the end they have brought me to where I am today and I'm perfectly fine with that. Mm-hmm. So that's, for me, I don't really, uh, it's hard for me to say what failure, what my failure, I just see them as little lessons and um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah.
0: So tell me about a lesson you learned on the TV show.
2: Oh my goodness. I learned not to be too nice.
0: <laughs> oh, interesting.
2: Um. <laughs> Well, because here's the thing, when, when, you know, there's a bill to pay, right? So if you want to, you want to have all these interesting people and these amazing companies that you like, let's say companies, I, I uh, products that I, that I, you know, use at home. And, Mm -hmm. and, and and I've learned that a lot of companies don't have advertising budgets or TV advertising budgets. So, you know, at, at first I had to. I was offering a lot of, you know, f- free publicity and everything, and, and I still do that. Mm-hmm. But I, I also learned that, you know, if I got to keep the show going, I, I have to. Yeah. I, I got to ask for some money.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Welcome to so, being in business.
2: Um, right. And yeah. I, I hate asking for money, but yeah. that's that's part of the process. Or else I wouldn't have a show. Right. So I'm I'm doing I, I am doing that. So I am getting sponsors here and there. I also have a, a crowdfunding campaign actually that I started. Oh, to tell deal me about with. It. Yeah. So I have it on Indiegogo. It's I, I I don't have it under the name plant based, but I think I have it under uh, Vegan Lifestyle T V series is heading for season two. That's in that's the title of it, um, Indiegogo. And basically it's to help me help pay for a lot of the production costs and mm-hmm. also help me get this show on other networks in other countries because I'm getting a lot of you know, people from other countries like the UK and uh Canada and Australia and mm-hmm. everybody wants the show available so online it's one thing I don't show the full episode so if you need to see the, if you want to watch the full episode with my with my you know narration at the beginning and at the end um, and, 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 and kind of get the whole feel the show then you have to watch the whole show so you need to have it available on your you know tv provider Mm -hmm. so this is why now i'm trying to get this show in the next season i'm gonna uh, have it in more countries well that's what i'm working at anyways and so to do that i i need to you know I need to have a little bit of funds. I need to do some more marketing, things like that. Yeah. So this is part of, you know, the whole process. So production and, and marketing, all that is, you know, it costs money. So,
0: oh, yes, so I does. learned that,
2: right? So I learned that, okay, you know, it, it's good to be nice, but, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, kind of just just go out and just ask for money.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, again, welcome to being in business. I'll tell you what, yes. when we <laughs> filmed our Uh, TV show pilot in 2005
1: Mm -hmm.
0: for, uh, I think we were calling it Smart Spaces Inside and Out. It was a green show, you know, how to be green Mm -hmm. essentially. Uh, We spent $20,000 and got $14,000 worth of uh, in kind donations. So we were basically at $34,000 to film a, you know, a 20 minute pilot for a TV show. And, you know, so it's definitely not cheap
2: definitely not cheap and that's right i mean there's uh you know there's you have to pay to have your show on air mm-hmm. um, and, and the the, the mm. prices change if it's reached by region or if it's national so my show's national right so this uh you know the costs are higher we we film in hd there's a lot of little other costs involved so that's why I'm happy that I'm, you know, I'm getting sponsors and all. But, uh, you know, every, every little bit counts, definitely, because yeah. it, it yeah. helps me do a lot more. And I have, uh, I'm working on, after this, it will be season three, season four. And so uh, nice. we have a lot of, uh, we have plans. Yes, definitely.
0: Nice, nice. Congratulations. So that is Vegan Lifestyle TV series heading for season two on Indiegogo. Uh, looks, right. like, uh, looks like you've recently started it.
2: I just recently started it, that's right,
0: cool, so you have a slogan that you uh, that you run around called If you plant it, it will grow. Can you tell us about that Yeah
2: right, so I came up with that i mean i don 't know if it's been used i 'm sure it's been used somewhere in the world, but I came up with that because first of all, my show is plant based so I, and I thought of it one day when I said, Well, if you plant it, it will grow and obviously I came up i, I the, the idea of it came from the movie um uh, if if uh, I forgot the name of the movie right now, but you know, he, they say if you build it, they will come. The the the, the baseball one, what's it the called?
0: Field of Dreams.
2: Field of Dreams. Yeah. So that's how I was inspired by Field of Dreams. But um, and so I said, okay, if you plant it, it will grow. Because that's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm trying to plant yeah. seeds. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I planted the seed with, for for the show, and what's what's happening now is that all of a sudden I see I'm seeing veganism mainstream, and it's mm-hmm. I'm seeing all kinds of things going on now, and everybody is talking about veganism. Uh, I don't know, my kids are watching a show, let's say, and, they, and and somebody says, hey, I'm vegan, like, and my son is like, hey, he's vegan too, you know, because <laughs> we're vegan, we're all vegan, right, exactly. so it's funny, you know, and it's great that it's 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 actually becoming more mainstream now. Yeah. So that's that's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. And that's cool. how I came up with that little
0: slogan. Nice. So what do you consider your biggest success?
2: Definitely my big, biggest success is putting the show on a mainstream uh, major network mm. and making veganism mainstream on TV. Because we've seen a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of YouTube, uh, let's say videos and uh, channel YouTube channels that are vegan, of course. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, you know, they've talked about veganism in in certain shows, on mainstream TV, but never has there been a show exclusively vegan for vegans and for non-vegans. It just kind of basically talking about veganism, the lifestyle, and, and, and not just about cooking because there's vegan cook shows, let's say, but not right. like a lifestyle, vegan lifestyle TV show. Mm-hmm. So that we just talk about everything, everything vegan. So that's, that's a first and, and that's what I'm really proud of. And that's, that's nice. my major success, I would say. Yeah. Nice. What drives you? Well, I mean, ever since I was a little girl, I had my mission was to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. I remember I was, I was young and I said, I oh, was eight years old. I remember thinking, I'm going to make this world a better place. And and growing up, I mean, I, I, you know, I kind of got a little bit frustrated because, you know, there's only so much you can do as a child. Right. But then I, I mean, now I, know, I realize that, okay, you know, every, every little thing counts. So my children are being raised now to be vegan. So we they understand, you know, how, how we love animals, we respect animals, and we respect the environment, and we respect respect each other. So for me, the biggest thing here is is just helping everyone become more compassionate and healthy. Mm-hmm. So that, this is just my kind of—I would say—my life goal to make the world a better and mm-hmm. uh, a more compassionate, compassionate place. So yeah. it, and it's—it's it's the fact that I also have. My my kids, my my two sons. Um, I I want to make this world better for them. For them, right? Yeah, big because, time. Yeah, exactly. So big that's time. that's I think that's what drives me.
0: Nice. Yeah. You mm-hmm. as you were sharing that, I I got my first glimpses of changing the food system on the planet in 1975 when I was like 13 or 14. Uh, when, oh wow when I saw how we were I, I to this day I don't know how a 14 year old knows that we're overfishing <laughs> the oceans but I wrote a paper and, oh
2: my god that's great that's yeah amazing. exactly
0: I wrote a paper in the eighth grade on how we were overfishing the oceans and it's like
2: wow
0: I don't know but do you I have knew that,
2: do you have that online uh yeah <laughs> it's
0: actually that. yeah it's actually in my little book so oh
2: wow I'm yeah. gonna read that that's great
0: so yeah that's great I, you see- I,
2: that that's just it, you know. Kids are, uh, I mean, they're, they're very capable of mm-hmm. doing a lot of good in the in the world, and I I see it all the time, you know. And, and you see, like, oh, there was a there was a ch- a teenager that started planting millions of trees, or getting communities to plant millions of trees mm-hmm. all around the world. And now, I think he's nineteen, and he he's planted I don't know how many billions of trees, and he exactly. started when he was young. So, these things are very very possible, and yeah. if every we just have to raise the children right basically and it starts at home right so um it starts and it starts with on what's on your plate also yeah so that's um that's if you get that kind of mentality going um you'll automatically be well i mean more or less anyway be a compassionate person Mm -hmm. and and make you know good decisions in your life and and have healthier lifestyle mentally and physically
0: yeah amen to that (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so I'm all about education, and I have to know, is there a book that has been influential for you in your life?
2: I The last book I read was probably The Three Little Pigs because I, <laughs> I have a little kid. I have two little kids. Oh, yeah. So I haven't had a whole bunch of time to read. I do have a lot of books on the side of my uh, nightstand waiting to be read, you know, uh, from vegan authors and everything. But I would say growing up I was, let's say, I studied English lit as a uh, in high, oh, wow. in university, sorry. Uh-huh. Right. So I, I was very, and you know, I was reading a lot of books and I was very in love with the Victorian era. Mm. And I would say my, my favorite novel was Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. And um, it's it was kind of, it's a coming of age story because it focuses mm. on the protagonist, which is Jane Eyre. Yep. And, and it, it, it kind of takes you through the psychological and moral standpoint. And you you really connect with this character since because it starts off from her childhood and and he sees that she had a rough childhood But I love how we get to see her change overcome all her obstacles And she becomes a strong independent woman and what I loved about mm. this is that she believes in quality and something That's always been very important to me. So equality for me equality is for everyone and including yeah. animals So this is this is kind of what inspired me a little bit
0: there there's Motivated the, me about yeah, it. I was gonna say there's the thread, right?
2: right yeah right
0: yay exactly what one piece of advice do you have for our listeners
2: one piece of advice um i I would say to uh to to start uh reading up a little bit on uh plant-based lifestyle and and veganism and everything and just kind of educate yourself a little bit and and Please watch my show. Um, that would be a, a big, a big, <laughs> a big piece of advice to watch yeah. my show, which airs, by the way, season two airs. Uh, it begins on in, uh, on July twenty sixth. Oh, nice. And it'll be, um, it'll be every. It, it airs every Wednesday at seven thirty a.m. So, and it's the same time all regions. So, mm-hmm. please watch my show, and and then let me know what you think. And I'm really interested in in hearing, uh, getting feedback from people, and and I take comments and um, mm-hmm. advice or you know, anything feedback. that somebody wants to, feedback, that's it, that's the word yeah. I was looking for, feedback, <laughs> and definitely, I, I'd love to, to hear feedback from, from all the listeners, but, yeah. um, I, yeah, that's pretty much, uh, I would just say, go out there, and start reading, and, and, and watching videos, and enlighten yourself, and then, yeah. and then let me know what you think about it
0: all. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show and sharing your experience with us today, Nafsika. It has been a great treat to chat with you. Absolutely. Thank you. Great. So, before we kind of wrap this thing up, I I really want to congratulate you. I know what it takes, probably not to Mm -hmm. the depth of what you know, about what it takes, but I kind of know what it takes to do a TV show. And having gotten through the first season, I just want to congratulate you. That's that's awesome. The you know the idea, the educational piece is just amazing. So congratulations there.
2: Thank you so much. I really appreciate. It. I really love talking with you.
0: Oh, right back at you. So, how can our listeners find you? Get a hold of you.
2: They can they can go to my website on plantbasedbynafsika.com and there they'll they'll see a lot of videos from the show. Mm-hmm. It includes uh, recipes and TV segments and everything uh, various uh, topics. And um, I'm also on YouTube YouTube channel. They can also search me uh, just by going plantbasedbynafsika as well. They can for the other website if they're interested in uh, the starting vegan that's thestartingvegan.org. I do have uh, a nonprofit uh, charity also called PeopleAgainstViolence.com. Oh wow! And there I have, right there I have people uh, counselors that take calls from victims of violence, and we give mm. free um, private counseling over the phone. And uh, just to help people, you know, it's it's basically any type of um, any type of help that somebody would need. They would mm-hmm. just call the our toll free number, which is one eight 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 ten thirty five ninety
1: nine.
2: I'll say that again: one eight eight three ten thirty five ninety nine. Or if you can also just go to my main website, which is nafsika.ca, and there you'll see all my all projects that, that I'm working on. Right.
0: Fantastic, and we'll have. The show notes from today's podcast at urbanfarm.org forward slash NAVSEKA, where all of this data will be. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for joining us on the Urban Farm Podcast. Did you know the best seeds for your garden don't come from the nursery? In fact, the seeds that will create the most robust and delicious fruits and vegetables come directly from your garden. This is because they are uniquely adapted to your growing conditions, better than anything you can buy from a fancy catalog or website. Through the magic of seed saving, it is quite possible to have the garden of your dreams. The best part is, saving your own seeds is surprisingly easy and fun. With a bit of instruction, anyone can become a seed saving superstar. Let us teach you how in our free Seed Saving Webinar. Just text SEEDS to 33444 to sign up or visit SeedSavingHacked.org for more information. That's Seeds to 33444 or visit SeedSavingHacked.org.